Welcome to the Cutting Edge Ministries podcast. Our mission is threefold. One, to explain the goals and aspirations of the New World Order. Two, to explain how its implementation will affect the average American citizen and family. And number three, to show how families are being influenced now before we actually move into this system. Armed with this information, you will learn how you can protect yourself, your children, your family, your loved ones and friends, and live a triumphant Christian life in a most difficult world. And now to our podcast. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Jim on behalf of David Bay, Director of Cutting Edge Ministries, on the internet at cuttingedge.org and by phone at 800-451-8211. Today our subject is Masonry, proven conclusively to be Worship of Lucifer or Satan. Most of our teachings on Freemasonry have been taken from Masonic books that have been published by Masonic publishing companies, and most of them were formerly very, very secret. We further have taken the biblical admonition carefully, comparing Masonic teachings to the Holy Bible. In 1 John 4.1, we see this command to all Christians, quote, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try or test the spirits, whether they are from God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. End quote. Thus we see that any religious teaching that does not conform to Scripture is from a false prophet. This exercise is not an empty one, for your eternal precious soul is at stake. Finally, remember two things about Masonry. Number one, superior Masons deliberately lie to their fellow Masons, as those Masons deserve to be misled. Number two, explanations given to 95% of all Masons are wrong. Listen to this quote from a Masonic author, Carl Claudy. Quote, Cut through the outer shell and find a meaning. Cut through that meaning and find another under it. If you dig deep enough, you may find a third, a fourth. Who shall say how many teachings? End quote. You've been lied to. As we demonstrate in our many articles, finally remember Albert Pike's bold assertion in Morals and Dogma that Masonry is identical to the ancient mysteries, which means that all their teachings in all their books are precisely the same as the ancient, pagan, satanic mysteries. Page 624, Teachings of the 28th Degree. Now, for the first time ever, we shall conclusively prove that Freemasonry is actually a worship of Lucifer, the light-bearer. Of course, since Lucifer and Satan are biblically the same person, Freemasonry is really the worship of Satan. We shall prove this by quoting their own sources and depicting their own symbols. In symbols, Freemasonry reveals more about itself than it does in its writings. Yet we shall start with their writings, for there ye shall find the smoking gun, proof that Masons worship Lord Satan. Once you comprehend this truth, you shall understand why they have been so anxious all these centuries to keep the lid of secrecy tightly screwed down, for if people really understood that Masonry is a worship of Satan, no one would join, and the citizens of most communities would rise up as one to demand that the organization be completely outlawed. Thus we have secrets within secrets. Just as we have quoted before, further you have a continuous 
public relations campaign promoting the lie that Freemasonry is not a religion and is just a good works social organization. Now let us inform you with their own words that Freemasonry really worships Satan at the higher levels. This section is titled Lucifer Praised as the Light Bearer of Freemasonry. Quoting, Lucifer the Light Bearer, strange and mysterious name to give to the spirit of darkness, Lucifer the Son of the Morning. Is it he who bears the light? And with its splendors, intolerable, blinds, feeble, sensual, or selfish souls? Doubt it not. This is from Albert Pike's Morals and Dogma of the Ancient and Accepted Scottish Rite of Freemasonry, page 321, the 19th degree of Grand Pontiff. What a revelation! From the first degree, the first initiation, the Mason is urged mightily to seek the light. The average Mason is continually saying that he is seeking the light and will spend his entire life moving towards the light. Almost every person in Western civilization will assume that this light is the revelation of the God of the Bible. Indeed, this statement is held up continuously to try to convince us that Masonry is Christian. Yet here, Albert Pike is saying that Lucifer is the one who bears the light of Freemasonry. Lucifer is the light bearer of Freemasonry. Quoting again, the apocalypse is to those who receive the 19th degree, the apotheosis of that sublime faith which aspires to God alone and despises all the pomps and works of Lucifer. End quote. At first glance, this sentence seems to contradict the one we first quoted before, where Pike identifies Lucifer as the Masonic light bearer. However, when you understand the esoteric explanation from former Satanist Doc Marquis, your understanding clears up completely. Understand that Pike views the God of the Apocalypse as being the opposite but equal to Satan, just as typical occultists believe and teach. Pike is also saying in this sentence that, in the previous 18 degrees, Masons believed that God was the light bearer. But now, in this 19th degree, Pike is giving them new revelation. This insight completely squares with stated Masonic policy of deliberately misleading Masons in the lower degrees until they were really ready for the truth. This is the Masonic truth. Masonry worships Lucifer. Pike's typical satanic phrase, out where everyone can see. Pike then gives concrete evidence of Freemasons' worship of Satan, or Lucifer, on the very front of the cover of Morals and Dogma. Below the round seal of God, Pike writes a phrase written in Latin which proves to be a typical satanic phrase. One look at this phrase would alert any Satanist that the contents of this book are satanic. A Satanist would also understand immediately that all of Freemasonry is satanic. What is this phrase? Du Memka Jus. Not sure if I pronounced that right, but the literal meaning is God and my right. Dot Marquis says this statement is a very typical one within Satanism. It is two meanings, one within the other. First, this phrase means that the Freemason can depend upon their God to determine their right and justice. Secondly, since the God of Freemasonry is Lucifer, Masons are saying that they are using occult methods 
through Lucifer to achieve their rights and justice. Marquis says that this phrase is a very powerful and very dangerous one within Satanism. The second a Satanist sees this phrase in Latin on Pike's book, he knows the material within is Satanism, without reading a word inside. Quote, Seething energies of Lucifer within your hands. End quote. Quoting now from The Lost Keys of Freemasonry by Manly P. Hall, The day has come when fellow craftsmen must know and apply their knowledge. The lost key to their grade is the mastery of emotion, which places the energy of the universe at their disposal. Man can only expect to be entrusted with great power by proving his ability to use it constructively and selflessly. When the Mason learns that the key to the warrior on the block is the proper application of the dynamo of living power, he has learned the mystery of his craft. The seething energies of Lucifer are in his hands, and before he may step onward and upward, he must prove his ability to properly apply energy. He must follow in the footsteps of his forefather, Tubal-Cain, who, with the mighty strength of the war god, hammered his sword into a plowshare. End quote. This statement is the most bold and concise anyone can create in the English language. It boldly states that once the Mason learns to control his emotion and to properly apply the dynamo of living power, he can be assured of being able to control the seething energies of Lucifer in his hands. Further, he admits that Masonry is the craft, the old name for witchcraft. Further, all Satanists are assured that if they will join the coven and learn the craft, he will control the supernatural power of Satan, just as Manly P. Hall is promising here. This is most powerful proof that Freemasonry is Satanism, because its language is direct and clear, not cluttered with deliberately confusing arcane language, but only an insider can understand. Further note that Hall and Rental E. Blight are 33rd degree Masons, while the illustrator is 32nd degree. McCoy Publishing Company is also one of the most respected of all Masonic publishing houses. Now, Revelations of Tubal-Cain. But the revelations from this paragraph are not finished yet. Note that Hall makes reference to Tubal-Cain before. Let us review this sentence as it reveals Satanism. The Mason must follow in the footsteps of his forefather Tubal-Cain, who with the mighty strength of the war god hammered his sword into a plowshare. In the Masonic quiz book, the candidate is asked this question, Who is Tubal-Cain? His answer, He is the Vulcan of the pagans. Ask me, brother. This is from William P. Peterson, editor Masonic quiz book. Review of their origin and antiquity with a general history of Freemasonry and its revelation to the theosophic, scientific, and philosophic mysteries, Belfast, Ireland, William Tate, 1909, page 30, also found in A.R. Chambers' editor, Questions and Answers, 1972, page 237, also found in Malcolm Duncan, Duncan's Ritual of Freemasonry, 3rd edition, page 94. In fact, the third degree of Master Mason, Tubal-Cain, is the password given. Other than identifying Freemasonry with the paganism in this sentence, 
What is the meaning of the Vulcan of the pagans? This question is very important because Manly P. Hall advises the Mason that once he has the seething energies of Lucifer in his hands, he is to walk in Tubal-Cain's footsteps. Hall makes it sound like Tubal-Cain is one of the Greek gods, does he not? And we know conclusively that Tubal-Cain is Vulcan of the pagans. Let us review who Vulcan of the pagans is by looking within occult sources. Quoting, Vulcan was a sun deity who was associated with fire, thunderbolts, and light. The festival of honor of him was called the Vulcania, in which human sacrifices were offered. This is from Percival George Woodcock, Short Dictionary of Mythology, page 152. According to Deal, he bears a family relationship to the Christian devil. It is fascinating to know that he married Venus, another name for Lucifer or the devil. All of the quotes we are giving here, you can find the references in our transcript. Wow, in one fell swoop, we learn that Manly P. Hall tells the Mason that he can have the seething energies of Lucifer in his hands and then tells him to follow in the footsteps of the Christian devil to whom human sacrifices are offered. By now, even the most hardened of skeptics should be convinced that Freemasonry is Lucifer, Satan, worship. However, for those who may still need more convincing, let us consider the infernal names by which Masonry masks its many references to Satan. In the Satanic Bible, we see 77 names by which pagans have referred to Satan over the centuries. Let's quickly review some of these infernal names of Satan found within Masonry. This is the Satanic from the Satanic Bible, Anton LaVey, page 144-46. We'll list the Freemason teaching of each of these names, and then the explanation. First is Baphomet. Baphomet, the Gnostics held that it, universal agent, composed the igneous, pertaining to fire, body of the Holy Spirit, and it was adored in the secret rites of the Sabbat, or the temple, under the hieroglyphic figure of Baphomet, or the hermaphroditic god Goat of Mendes. This is page 734 in the teaching of the 28th degree. We find it absolutely incredible that Freemasonry should portray the Holy Spirit with the satanic symbol Baphomet. This symbol was created by one of the foremost Satanists and Freemasons of all time, Eliphas Levi. Over the centuries, it has been recognized as one of the most evil of all symbols. As you look closely at Baphomet, you will see the emphasis is on sex, as this being is androgynous, both male and female. You can see it has the breasts of a woman and an erect phallus. In fact, two serpents are shown coiled around the erect phallus, a phallus that looks suspiciously large. This being has the head of the horned goat, another title for Satan, in the book Masonic and Occult Symbols, illustrated by Dr. Kathy Burns, it says, In the book on witchcraft, the complete book of witchcraft and demonology, the caption states that he is the horned god of witches, symbol of sex incarnate, on page 51. This book is available from the Cutting Edge Bookstore. If you look carefully, you will see Baphomet making the sign of the devil's triad with his right hand. 
Baphomet is also known as the Sabbatic Goat, in whose form Satan is to be worshipped at the witch's Sabbath. This is from Dictionary of Mysticism on page 24. Then we discovered that Baphomet is officially approved as a symbol of the Church of Satan, the Occult Emporium. Winter, 1993-1994, page 54, and that it is worn by the Priest of Satan. On page 26. Since Albert Pike linked Baphomet with the goat of Mendez, we will show this obviously satanic symbol as well. This pentagram is used by the Eastern Star, which is the Freemason division for women. Once again, masonry utilizes a very evil satanic symbol for the order that trains its young, impressionable girls. Why didn't masonry at least utilize the good star, the one point up rather than the most evil five-pointed star, the goat head of Mendez? Truly, their use of this symbol tells us exactly that they are evil through and through, even to their own young girls. The next name, Thoth, that's T-H-O-T-H, quoting from Morals and Dogma, the first Hermes was the intelligence, or word of God, moved with compassion for the race living without law. God sent to man Osiris and Isis, accompanied by Thoth, the incarnation, or terrestrial repetition, of the first Hermes, who taught men the arts, science, and the ceremonies of religion, and then ascended to heaven or the moon. End quote. The founder of the House of Theosophy, Helena Petrovna Blavatsky, whose books were all written by her demonic guiding spirits in a form we call automatic writing, ties Thoth together for us nicely. Hermes, the god of wisdom, called also Thoth, Tat, Set, and Set, Satan, and also he was furthermore, when viewed under his bad aspect, Typhon, the Egyptian Satan, who was also Set. This is from page 544 of Blavatsky's Isis Unveiled. I find it highly interesting that Blavatsky, like Anton LaVey, in the Satanic Bible, had no trouble tying the infernal name Thoth with Satan, and especially the Egyptian Satan. Since Blavatsky mentioned another of the infernal names, Typhon, and has identified him as the Egyptian Satan, let us review Albert Pike once again, as we discover that Freemasonry reveres Typhon as well. Quoting, Osiris was the son of Helios, Phra, the divine offspring, congenerate with Dawn, and at the same time an incarnation of Neph, or Agatho Damon, the good spirit, included all possible manifestations, either physical or moral. He represented in a familiar form the beneficent aspect of all higher emanations, and in him was developed the conception of a being purely good, so that it became necessary to set up another power as his adversary called Seth, baby, or Typhon, to account for the injurious influences of nature. End quote from the teaching of the 28th degree, Knight of the Sun or the Prince Adept. Once again, we see the occult satanic doctrine that all of the nature is composed of good and evil, black and white, opposites that are equal but opposite. Folks, 
This is pure Satanism, and Albert Pike has just exposed it, explaining that nature could not allow the all-loving, all-good Osiris to exist without an evil counterpart. In fact, Satanism and Freemasonry both share the same very revealing symbol to depict this situation. Quoting from Masonic sources, the left-hand pentagram surrounded by the magic circle is Lucifer, the good god, with the one point upward and two down. The right-handed pentagram, again surrounded by the magic circle, is Satan, the evil god, with two points up and one down. These symbols depict exactly what Pike is talking about in the paragraph before. He says that the evil god, whom he calls Seth or Typhon, and Typhon is listed in the Satanic Bible as infernal names for Satan, is the adversary of the good god, Osiris. Therefore, Pike is saying, Osiris is Lucifer, a finding consistent with the rest of the occult realm. With this symbol in mind, we find it highly interesting that the Masonic street layout for Washington, D.C., which we cover in great detail in our news number 1081, is laid out in the form of the evil pentagram on the right, the symbol for Satan, also known as the goat head of Mendez. Therefore, the Masonic plan for the United States is one of evil, even in their own words, not good. We will print out this secret layout for you in news 1081, but we encourage you to read the full details. The next name is Pan. Quoting, Satan is not a black god, but negation of God. This is not a person, but a force created for good, but which may represent evil. It is the instrument of liberty or free will. They represent this force under the mythologic and horned god form of the god Pan. Thence came the he-goat of the Sabbat, brother of the ancient serpent and the light-bearer. From Morals and Dogma, page 102. Since the Satanic Bible lists Pan as one of the infernal names of Satan, we need to look further into the occult for more information on Pan. However, we know that from Pan came the he-goat of Sabbat, brother of the serpent and the light-bearer, Lucifer, because Albert Pike, the number one Freemason of all history, has just told us. Truly, this organization is one of the most deceptive in world history. Listen to New Age author Bill Cooper describe Freemasonry. Cooper was a member of the Demolay during his youth and later spent over 20 years in naval intelligence. He is most familiar with the organizations which are driving the world into the New World Order and the appearance of its Messiah, the Biblical Antichrist. Quoting from Behold a Pale Horse, a book available in the Cutting Edge Bookstore on page 78, it says, I tell you now that Freemasonry is one of the most wicked and terrible organizations upon this earth. The Masons are major players in the struggle for world domination. The 33rd degree is split into two. One split contains the core of the Luciferian Illuminati, and the other contains those who have no knowledge of it whatsoever. End quote. Over the years since I read Cooper's book, I have verified the vast majority of information contained therein. Even the former Illuminist witch, Doc Marquis, kept this book on his shelf. Now that you know the truth about Freemasonry, you must come to a personal decision. Now that you know, 
you have been misled by your own superiors in the craft, you must decide whether to follow Jesus Christ or Freemasonry. Your eternal destination is at stake. You should be able to hear the words of Joshua ringing in your ears. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve, and whether the gods which your forefathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This from Joshua twenty four fifteen. As we have demonstrated, Freemasonry is identical to the mysteries. Therefore, Masonry is identical to the Egyptian gods from which the God of the Bible freed the Israelites and identical to the gods of the Amorites against whom Joshua was railing. Once again, listen to the challenge of Joshua. Quote, Choose you this day whom ye will serve. End quote. Hopefully your answer will be the same as Joshua. But as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. The world now stands at the precipice of the appearance of Antichrist with his false prophet. Are you born again? Please read our plan of salvation on our website. Just go to cuttingedge.org and click on the Salvation tab. You can contact us by phone at 800-451-8211, by mail or email at dbay at cuttingedge.org. Like to remind you that at the bottom of the transcript from this podcast, we'll have links to the books that I mentioned in the bookstore Behold a Pale Horse by Bill Cooper, and also the uh, Masonic and Occult Symbols by Dr. Kathy Burns. Also, you may want to check out, if you haven't seen them before, our four different DVDs on the secret mysteries of America's beginnings. In those DVDs, we actually interview some of the top-level Masons up in Washington, D.C., and they admit on their, and you can hear it, that Masons are deliberately deceived at the lower levels, and that symbols have seven different levels of meaning. Quite an interesting DVD. I really encourage you to get those. And they also talk about the street layout of Washington, D.C., They talk about the true faith of our founding fathers. So, again, thank you for listening to our podcast, and we'll see you next time. God bless.